Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Hello, and welcome to the Barney Sunday League portion of the Selk Podcast. Here are the fixtures for this week's action. In the Premier Division, Gowell Stars versus Highgate Albion, Park Rolls versus the Wrongans, Trabzonspor UK versus Takers, and Atletico Cerezo face AFC Oakwood. My game to watch out for in this division is Trabzonspor UK versus Takers. Trabzonspor UK last year actually got a point out of Takers in one of the matches. They had a really good season last year, coming fourth in the division. Uh, that was their first division, uh, first year in the division. Uh, I think they'll do really well again this season. I think they'll be a top half team, very good team as well. That's a very challenging first game for Takers. Into the championship, Zaza FC face Panda FC, the Bandits face Memetschik Galata, Heavy Hitters face Westbourne United, and Alexandra Knights face Kizilamark. Uh, for me, the standout game, although a lot of these games are really good, really competitive games, you can't really separate the teams here. I'm going for the Bandits versus Memetschik Galata. Um, the Bandits were really impressive towards the end of last season with their running the Challenge Cup. They obviously played teams in higher divisions. They battered Kadaris Town 7-0 and then took Oakwood to the limits in their match. Um, Oakwood just scoring a late winner there. So obviously they were in Division 5 last year, but that had a lot of, well, that had all new teams. So it is very difficult to gauge their talent level. But they've moved up to the championship and they're playing a very experienced team. Somewhat a team that's played in London trophies and cups. Memetschik Galata. I think that'd be a very interesting first game, especially for the teams that got moved up, i.e. the Bandits, Alexandra Knights, Westbourne United, to see how they get on against these more um experienced sides. So moving on into Division One. AC Finchley face London Wednesday. Gospel Oak face AFC Rose. United House face Kadaris Town. Highgate Albion seconds face Peckinspore. And Enfield United face Northumberland Park Rangers. Um, I'm going for our game here. I'm going for our game. We're playing Gospel Oak. Um, don't know too much about them. They are a YouTube team, so I have watched a couple of their videos. They look a very good outfit. Um, they like to play the ball around and they should have, I think they should have won Division 5 last season. I think they'll be kicking themselves. I think they'll be very motivated. Obviously, as I've mentioned before, the step up in quality will might might be a problem for them. Obviously, you're not playing um, great, great opposition week in, week out in Division 5, but Let's see how they got on there. We're not going to take them lightly and hopefully we can get off to a good start this season. So moving on to Division 2, Mill Hill Club the Football face Grange Park. Whetstone Wanderers under 23s face AFC Edmonton. AFC Oakwood Reserves face North London Athletic. And GTFA face Locomotive Thunder. In this division, my key game, I think GTFA versus Locomotive Thunder. Um... These are the two teams, well, these are two teams that I think will be towards the top half of the table. Locomotive uh, Thunder have dropped down from Division 1 and GTFA were meant to be back in Division 1, but they've dropped again to Division 2. They were third last season in Division 2. They are a pretty decent side. We played them twice. Um, We beat them in the first game of the doubleheader. They ha- um, we actually managed to sneak a draw in a second game. But they are a pretty good outfit. They play some good football as well. And Locomotive Thunder, they'll be the most experienced team. You know, they have played the highest level out of all these teams in Division 2. So they will fancy their chances. Obviously, I think there'll be a lot of teams vying towards the top. And Division 2 is a, is a stacked division of pretty young hungry teams and experienced teams so it's be very exciting to see how it pans out moving on to division three AFC Muswell Hill versus Shentry Athletic underdogs face North London Colts Roman reported first face Continental London Orient face Sopranos FC and North London Wanderers face Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys game of the week here 
is a, a contrast in kind of fortunes. So we've got Roman reporters who were Division 4 champions last season. They take on Continental who have dropped down from the Premier Division, a team that played in the London Sunday Challenge Cup last season. So it'll be very interesting to see the result in that game, to see how bad of a drop Continental have had and to see if Roven reporters can hang with a team like Continental. It'll be very interesting to see the result of that game. Moving on to Division 4, Camden FC versus Barnet Salsa, NLR face Maida Villa, Gower Phoenix face FC Cricklewood, and Highgate Albion thirds versus Arnus Rangers. Um, my game of the week here is Camden FC versus Barnet Salsa. Uh, I saw a bit of Barnet Salsa last season. They looked really good in Division 4. They actually did. They looked very good. I think they were pretty much uh, above mid-table team had some good results you know challenged the top guys in games as well so it'd be very interesting to see how they play against Camden FC who were in division five who actually won the league for the bandits by drawing against gospel work so they can obviously play a bit um yeah that's the standout game in division four in division five I'm not really going to comment on games of the week because most of these teams are new but Borelli face Fireside FC, South Tottenham United face Enfield 04, EC Galaxy face Cockfosters under 23s, NLR Reserves face Northwest Galacticos, New Copper face Tauflick. And moving on to Division 6, where we have Roven Reporters Reserves facing Chef Chow and Berbers, Armenian Youth Association facing AFC Muswell Hills Seconds, Enfield Albion facing Highgate Albion Fourths, Coney Hatch Athletic facing New Barnet. And Edmonton Rovers return. They face Northwest Wolves. Um, yeah, so it'll be very interesting to see how Edmonton Rovers get on. And Enfield Albion and Coney Hatch Athletic and New Barnet. Them four teams have dropped from Division 3 and Division 4. And even in uh, Edmonton Rovers case, Division 1. So it'll be very interesting to see how the rebuild for Edmonton Rovers goes on how Enfield Albion cope in this division, how New Barnet cope in this division, how Colney Hatch Athletic cope in this division. Um, obviously, for me, in my view, them teams needed a drop-down in division. Will the drop-down be too much? We know, We don't know. We'll see next week how the results go on. Thanks for your time. I'll see you again next week. Hello and welcome to this first Essex Sunday Corinthian Football League roundup of the new season for 21-22 which will combine the first weekend's results along with a preview of the divisions for this season. In the senior division on Sunday there was just the one game uh, as pitch constraints continue to uh, cause an issue in this part of the world and that game was played at Castle Green where FC Baller were the hosts promoted of course into this division over the summer and they took on El Valiente in their first game of the season. And it was a 3-0 scoreline to the, the existing senior division side as El Valiente ran in that result to go top of the table after the first weekend. The other sides in the senior division this season, Alliance Stars are a brand new side to the league, although very familiar with, with the setup, having been involved with a number of clubs previously. Of course, Bay T Squad, Eastway Athletic, Hatch Lane, London Mavericks, Repton Park, Secret FC and another new side to the league this year, United Dian. Again, a side with plenty of experience of playing at the top level, both on a Saturday and a Sunday. Into the Premier Division, and there were two results at the weekend. As one of the new sides to the competition, Avental FC, they won 3-2 on their league debut at home to promoted Roos. Uh, two goals there for Dimitras Alari and a Sergei Maximov goal were enough to earn that win by the odd goal against the, the cup finalists from last season. And there was another 3-2 scoreline for another of the, the new uh, sides to the competition as Belfry were 3-2 victors on their first game in the league where Harry Chalk scored twice, Patrick McDonald once as they won against Barkin and Dagenham Wanderers who had goals through Deji, Akinyemi and Godfrey Kambasa but they were just consolation. Also in the Premier Division this season uh, the existing sides Barking Riverside Brook Athletic, 
New Sides Fly House Athletic Culture Club, Gants Hill promoted to this level, East Stars who have moved down from the senior division uh, in what looks like a very strong and competitive division coming this season into Division 1 now. And the biggest result of the day was for Abridge Village, who were 6-0 winners at home to Ultimate Vision. Two goals apiece for Rhys Clark and Aaron Gurney, with Jake Clark and Jordan Bunting scoring the other goals to give them an excellent start to their campaign, and they go top of the table. In second place in the table are promoted Chingfle Athletic, who uh, took on FC Mexico A over at Townmead on Sunday, and they were 4-2 winners on their debut at this level, as they sit second on goal difference. Just behind them, by a goal, are Barking FC, who had an excellent start to their campaign also, and they were 3-2 winners against promoted Emerson Park. Benjamin Britton, Jack Howard and Alfie Bellotti scored the crucial goals there to win that one 3-2 by the odd goal. Another cracking game of football saw 10 goals shared between promoted FC Galaxy and new side Snaresbrook in a 5-5 draw. Not, not often you see one of those. Those two sides sit in 4th and 5th respectively. And in 6th and 7th, uh, one of the promoted sides again, Fade and Green, who have moved up three divisions over the summer. Well, they were 2-2 against AC Milano, who, who are experienced at this level, with Joe Johnson scoring twice for Green and Nadim Kankara scoring twice in reply for AC Milano. The other side of this level, the only team not to play at the weekend, were Oceana, and they make their bow again next weekend. Into Division 2. And top of the table after week one, a thumping 9-0 win for total football as they took apart FC Mexico B in their opening game at Rodin Valley High School. The promoted side uh, saw Marcus Painter score three, Niall Painter scored two, uh, with Andrew Stavrenu, Oliver Curl, Jonathan Bluff and Chris Atkinson, the manager there, scoring in that 9-0 victory. In second place are Asianos, who were relegated over the summer, and they were 3-0 winners against F uh, Royal Lions A, a side who are very highly fancied this year, uh, moving up a couple of divisions over the summer. But it was Asianos, the experienced side, who, who won through. Stallone Asaya scored twice, and Alex Akanbi scoring the other, as they were 3-0 victors at Lowell Farm. And also winning 3-0 were Romeo Colts, who uh, opened their season with a win away at East London Harriers at Thames Rugby Club. Uh, a 3-0 win there for Colts with Jake Heath, Shamar Marshalek and Dwayne Francis Riley scoring the all-important goals to give them a winning start to the season. And also winning uh, are promoted Eastbrook United who moved up into Division 2 this summer and they were 3-2 winners at home on Sunday against Corona Redbridge uh, in an a, a odd goal in five victory there for, for, for the promoted side. Goals there came from Heavenly Bend, Fredericus Cunningham, and Callum Harris with Corona goals from Jacob Tonchak and Adam Wacklashak uh, got scoring in consolation uh, in, a, in a, another disappointing performance for the Corona side after a difficult year last year. But they'll hope to regroup, of course. And the final game in this division came from Frenford over in Ilford, uh, where the sides there drew 2 2 with Thames Ironworks community sharing the spoils. Adam Hunt, a man with much experience at this and a higher level, scoring twice for Thames to give them a share of the spoils. We move on into Division 3 and the early season leaders are new side to the competition, Debden Sports Reserves. Uh, they were up against a solid alpha team over in Debden, uh, but a solid second half performance saw Debden run away 5-1 victors, Will Osmond scoring a hat-trick for his side there, Charlie Harper and George Bird scoring the others. Sitting in second are Windmill Warriors, another side brand new to the league. And they were up against another new side to the league in Mayfield Kings. And what a game this was, 11 goals between them. Windmill Warriors coming out of that one though with a 7-4 victory uh, to celebrate their first competitive game of football. Another new side to the league, Hyam Hill. Uh, they were up against Upshire Forest away at Townmead in Waltham Abbey on Sunday. But it, that was a winning start for the new side there. As although Leighton Hughes Franklin and Ailey Agger scored for Upshire, two for Charlie Saywood, a man who many people know in this part of the world, uh, and Zachary Leach and Brian Smith all on target there as Heim Hill won 4 2. Also, another win for a new side for Dagenham Town, uh, who are new, new to the league this year. They were up against Goresbrook, who have dropped a couple of levels over the summer through to a, a loss of players. 
Dagenham Town with 3-1 victors. Jordan Samuels, Tommy Ivers-Grant and Joseph McEnroe scoring the goals there with Charlie Barrett getting the goal in reply for Gorsbrook. And also, lastly, a fifth win here for a new side and this time it was Inside Success, a charity side based out of East London. They were 1-0 winners against uh, promoted Leytonstone Athletic uh, as they faced off at Oaks Park in Newbury Park. Uh, that covers all of the sides who actually take place. There are four fixtures in Division 3, so we now move on into Division 4. And the early season leaders in Division 4 are Ultimate Vision Reserves, um, who won 8-1 on their league debut against Aces Athletics, another new side to the league. And it was Christopher Roberts with seven of the side's eight goals for Ultimate Vision. Some effort that. Uh, hit that, that, that was the difference between the two teams, quite clearly. Dean Paul Francis scoring the other for Vision, with Tom Mason grabbing the goal back in reply for Ace Athletics. Sitting second in the table are relegated Ainsley, who moved down to Division 4 over the summer, and they were 5-1 winners against league debutants Rayfield Park Rovers. Caleb Gale scored twice, Harrison Riley, Jay Digance and Alfred Griggs scored the goals for Ainsley to give them the points, with Charlie Moore scoring the first ever competitive goal for Rovers. So well done to them, and I'm sure they'll come back strong. And the other game in this division came from Newby Park, where Singh Sabah-Barkin made an excellent start to their first uh, game in the in Division 4 after promotion through the summer. They were 2-1 winners against Romford Athletic Dons. Karam Lali and Jag Rafour scored the goals, with Scott Buckland scoring the goal in reply for Romford Athletic Dons, uh, who will look to improve as things go on. The other sides in this division not to have played, uh, Blackwell Rovers, um, relegated over the summer, Chingford Athletic Reserves, Brand new side to the league, Hillside, who joined the league this year. Lonsdale, who have moved down from Division 3 over the summer. And two of the sides who are well known at this level, Titans United, the cup finalists from last year. And a side who have done excellent in pre-season, United Amateurs. It will be really interesting to see how they got on this season. We move on into Division 5 now, where we had a full fixture list of six fixtures covering the 12 teams in this level. And top of the table are Valence United, a Thumping 10-1 win on their first game of the season. Uh, an excellent performance there. Rowan Newland in the goals again for his side with a hat-trick there following on his efforts from last season. Michael Kane and Tommy Abrams both scored twice with Josh Russell, Burt Cardi and Martin Bennett scoring the others in an, what can only be a perfect start really there for the, for the league leaders. And it looks pretty much like last season at the top of this table with Dagenham Rangers also right there at the top so far with a 5-0 win as they go second on alphabetical order. Yes, that's right. Uh, just by the letter D. Um, and it was Kai Davis scoring twice there. Dylan Arthur, Alder Dochi and Edouard Bojaj, who scored the goals for Rangers to see them. 5-0 win over Ultimate Vision A. And also winning 5-0, um, but missing out by that one letter, Eastern Avenue, uh, who sit third in the table, as they opened up their season with an excellent 5-0 win against Joe Cole's Colbert Royals Vets who had much fancied this summer uh, after an excellent performance in the Cup last year. Bancoli Fadamiro scored three for Easton, with Miguel Concesal scoring the other two uh, to give them a good win on their first game of the campaign. Also winning the sitting fourth are promoted Atletico City, who carried on the excellent form from the Cup competition last year, as they won 4-2 at home to Royal Lions B, a side who they know very well, of course, from their travails last season. He-Man Gopinoff, Sonny Cambo, Brandon Simmons and Nagesh Suka scored the goals as they won that game by the two-goal margin. Also winning were league debutants United Borough, who won 3-1 at home to Young Royals on Sunday in their first game, uh, despite a Jinajan Yeshirai goal for Young Royals. Jake Griffin, Ben Miller and Luke Suchley scored the important goals for Borough to give them a good start to their first game in the competition. And also winning on their debut in the league, Belfry Reserves, new to the competition this season. They opened up their win with a narrow victory, a 4-3 in a seven-goal thriller as they beat Byron Redstar, the promoted side there, um, in an excellent game of football by the looks of it. Billy Harding, Glenn Bransgrove, Taron Tennant and Lloyd Holiday scored the goals there for Belfry Reserves to give them a good start to the season. And that completes the action from this level uh, as we now move on to Division 6 where there were a total of three fixtures played and we start off with the league leaders, Valence United Reserves who followed in the uh, footsteps of their first team with a big win at home 
8-0 against Ivory United on the first game of the season. Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. First weekend of the season just gone. Loads of goals to go through. Uh, so I'm going to run through the results from Sunday, then look at the fixtures and also have a look at this week's Super 6. So starting in the Prem, Bournemouth Rovers 3, AFC London Road 1, Phoenix 0, Queenshead 3, Skewbridge 3, FC Welling 2, Plough and Harrow 2, Paxton Rovers 5. In Division 1, Blackbury Jacks 3, Harpen and Colt Old Boys 3, Hilltop 4, Pinewood 2, Stratford Arms 5, Player Packs 3. In Division 2, BWSC 2, Mermaid 3, Harpen and Colt Old Boy Reserves 1, Forever Young People FC 4, Six Bells Reserves 2, Wheat Amstead 89 2, Welling Warriors 2, AFC London Road thirds two. In Division Three, Auburn Dynamo one, Oaks one, Beehive three, Oceans eleven one, Two Willows nil, Hatfield Seniors two, Wheathamsted Wanderers four, TNF two. In Division Four, Hanbury's two, St Albans Athletic two, Mermaid Reserves one, Hertfordshire Vets two, Moortown nil, Phoenix Reserves seven. Oak United 4, Royston Rangers 1, Stratford Arm Reserves 2, St George's 2. In Division 5, Brookmans Park Reserves 3, Radlett Town 1, London Coney United 0, Welling Warriors Reserves 1, Royston Rangers Reserves 2, Rosen Crown Mosquitoes 3, and St Albans Lions 2, Phoenix A 2. Now running through the fixtures for this Sunday, the 12th of September. In the Prem, Brookmans Park versus Six Bells, FC Welling against Paxton Rovers, Phoenix against Skewbridge, Plough and Harrow against Queen's Head. In Division 1, it's AFC London Road Reserves against Hilltop, Player Packs against Pinewood, Stratford Arms against Wheatsheaf. In Division 2, AFC London Road Thirds against Mermaid, Forever Young People FC against Little Heath. Harpen and Colt Old Boy Reserves against Six Bells Reserves. Welling Warriors against Wheathampstead 89. In Division 3, Bournemouth Ra- Raiders sorry, against Beehive. Oceans 11 against St Albans Dynamos. Wheathampstead Wanderers against Oaks. In Division 4, Mermaid Reserves against St George's. Moortown against Hansbury's. Royston Rangers against Stratford Arms Reserves. St Albans Athletic against Oak United. And in Division 5, London Coney United against Brookmans Park Reserves, Marshallswick Rovers against Radlett Town, Phoenix A against Rosencrown Mosquitoes, and St Albans Lions against Royston Rangers Reserves. Those are the fixtures for this Sunday, the 12th of September. Now on to this week's Super 6, and in the Premier Division, it's the two sides they didn't take part in the opening game of the season, uh, Brookmans Park and Six Bells. Uh, two sides who, not last year, the year before, were promoted from Division 1, both more than held their own last year, picking up some great results along the way. Uh, Brookmans Park started the season fantastic last year and were top for a lot of it before Christmas, before they lost one or two games. Uh, some will say when I started backing them in the Super 6, they started to lose because I was going against them all the time. Uh, Six Bells got some good players recruited a couple more this year as well I think again both of them will be very safe in mid-table in the division I think this will be a very very even game uh, however I do think it will be edged by six bells I'm going to go for a 2-1 six bells win in Division 1, we have AFC London Road Reserves opening their account obviously they are my team that I run and we are facing Hilltop um, we played Hilltop Reserves last season, two very tough games in a double header, and their firsts uh, who were in the Prem last year and their reserves who finished one place below us in Division 1 have merged, so they are going to be very, very strong this year. Um, they'll be there or thereabouts at the end of the season, I'm sure, and this is going to be a cracking game on Sunday. Uh, I think there'll be goals. I think it will be an exciting game, and I'm going to go for a 3-3 draw. In Division 2, 
FYPFC against Little Heath. Little Heath just missing out on promotion last year. They're a strong side, especially when they get their numbers out. And FYP uh, beating a very good Harpen and Colt side on Sunday, just gone um, 4-1. They've got Nathan up front, who who I know very well. Um, he used to play for the Blacksmiths, was the team that I ran. Great striker. He scored a hat-trick at the weekend. Uh, and both of these sides will be up there in Division 2. Uh, I think I back Little Heath for to be challenging for the title and, and, and FYP is my sp- uh, surprise package. This is also my game of the day, um, FYP against Little Heath. It's going to be a great game. I'm going to sit on the fence on this one and I'm going to go for a 2-2 draw. In Division 3, two new sides, Auburn Dynamos against Ocean's Eleven. Two new sides that played each other in pre-season. I think it was a draw in that one. We played, uh, we had a London Road uh, mixed side out against Ocean's Eleven. They've got some good players. They're a decent setup as well. Uh, Charlie and the boys, they're a good side. Um, I'm going to go for a 2-1 Ocean's Eleven win. In Division 4, St Albans Athletic against Oak United. Um, two sides who had mixed fortunes on the opening day. It's St Albans Athletic drawing 2-2 against Good Hansbury side and Oak United opening their account in the Hearts Ad League since their move from the Corinthian League, winning 4-1. Um, I think Oak United are going to win this. I'm going to go for a 3-2. I think it'll be close. They're two good sides in Division 4. They'll be a, they'll be in the top half, both of them. And, and Oak United, I think, will challenge. I'm going to go for a 3-2 to Oak United. And finally, Marshallswick Rovers against new team Radlett Town. Radlett losing their opening game of the season. Marshallswick will be looking to get off the ground because their game, unfortunately, uh, was cancelled for for reasons un, unbeknown to me. Um, so I'm going to go with a 2-0 Marshallswick win. Um, thanks very much for listening. Uh, next week, I will run through all of the cup draws because they will all be completed then. Uh, all of them are now bar one, our new charity cup, which will hopefully be drawn this week or Monday next week. So, yep, that, that, that's all looking good i'm um, just trying to sort something out with with andy to to hopefully do it um on, on one of his podcasts which will be fantastic also everyone if you want to get involved in the super six you don't have to be from the hearts ad league it will be tweeted through our twitter account um, at hearts ad sl um just have a look you can tweet what you you think home win away win draw for the six games that we've had and the, t- the person who gets the the most um uh, results correct will win a free match ball for their team it's just a bit of fun and you get something for free on top of it if you come out on top so thank you for everyone who took part last week in that if you could do that again this week and uh, and like retweet and follow etc that'd be much appreciated but that's all for this week thanks very much for your time catch up with you soon keep it simple get down to play today the uk's leading app for next game availability Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome back to the segment for the North Kent Sunday Football League. Uh, Before I dive into the first round of fixtures results, I have a quick update for you on some teams in the league. Um, So we have Team Guru Nanak that were in Division 3 and they have now moved up to Division 2. Guru Nanak are introducing a new team into Division 3, which will be known as Guru Nanak Reserves. And the existing Guru Nanak Reserves that are currently in Division 5 will now be known as Guru Nanak A. So that's Guru Nanak in Division 2, Guru Nanak Reserves in Division 3, and Guru Nanak A in Division 5. So that's the uh, update for the league. Let's dive into the results from our first round of fixtures. These fixtures were played on Sunday the 5th of September. In the senior division, we have Newtown Cobras, versus Marley Royals, postponed. Longfield Athletic versus The Sun, postponed. In Division 1, New Ash Green 1, Dartford Eagles 5. Black Lion Hartley versus Slade Green Railway, postponed. The Pelham Arms 7, Ye Old Leather Bottle 2. This is an impressive win for Pelham Arms after they moved up two divisions from last season. Riverview United 2, South Durham 2. Into Division 2 now, the Robins Nest 2, 6 Bells 3. Swanscombe Tigers Reserves 0, Sean Hyam 2. Gravesend Spartans 2, Gravesend United 6. So Gravesend United win the Gravesend Derby in their first match in their new division. Grand Sports Greenways 1, AFC Rochefield 3. Moving down to Division 3, Cobham 1, Crayford Town 2. Halls Athletic 4. Ridgeway Darts 1. AFC Bells 0. Rising Eagles 1. 
Guru Nanak reserves nil. Gravesend Cricketers three. A great win this for the Gravesend Cricketers in their first fixture after being promoted last season. Into Division 4 now. Hollisters 4, Rose Athletic 2. The Pelham Dolphins 4, Swanley FC 3. AFC Phoenix 7, the South Thames Cavaliers 2. Moving into Division 5, Sens 0, Cholton Victor 1. And I'd like to take this moment just to say what a fantastic achievement this is for Charlton and Victor playing their first game in affiliated football. Not for the result, but for doing so much that they do to promote the inclusion and quality in the game for the LGBTQ plus community. That's a fantastic achievement for them and uh, sending their message out that football is for all. So congratulations on your first win, Charlton and Victor. Uh, the next fixture in Division 5, Dartford Athletic 5. Dartford Lions nil. So Dartford Athletic win the Dartford Derby in very emphatic style. Next game, Nuevo Club 1, Queen 11. AFC Bexley 2, Guru Nanak A 3. So that's all the fixtures for the North Kent Sunday Football League that have been played on Sunday the 5th of September. A quick look forward to the big game coming up next weekend on the 12th of September. We have last season's delayed John Robertson Senior Cup Final. And this is going to be between Real Gima and Marley Royals. It'll be played at Dartford FC's Prince's Park Stadium with kickoff at 2pm. So that's all from the North Kent Sunday League for now. I'll see you next week. Hello everyone and welcome to the 2021-22 Southern Sunday Football League section of All Around the Leagues. My name is Hugo Campos. I represent Sporting Continental from the Southern Sunday Football League. I'm here today to go through the results of not only this weekend's fixtures because some of our league games actually started way back on the 15th of August. Yes, all the way back in August. Early start for some of the teams, including my own. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the early fixtures first in each division and then work my way through till the latest fixtures that have taken place. Now, not every division started and not every team played from the 15th. So when I do have a team that has played from the 15th of August, I will state so. Okay, so without any further ado, let's run through the latest results. In the Premier Division, recently sponsored by Supreme Trophies, their league fixtures began on the 29th of August. However, only two teams uh, took up the option to play on that day, and it was Southwest Rangers beginning their title defence against Wimbledon Town FC. Wimbledon Town FC came out on top, beating Southwest Rangers by four goals to two. And then last Sunday on the 5th of September, Albion FC beat Wimbledon Town by two goals to one. Westminster Wanderers handed Southwest Rangers their second defeat of the season by winning that game by two goals to one. And AFC Ballam began their season with a defeat to AFC Putney's first team by three goals to one. In the Tony Eldridge Championship, ourselves, Sporting Continental, Wheatsheaf Athletic and West Norwood all opted to start our seasons early. And our season actually began on the 15th of August, so really, really early. Uh, we took on Wheatsheaf Athletic and we beat them by five goals to two. We being Sporting Continental, that game counted as a home game to ourselves. We were 2-0 down at half time, but thankfully we came back and won that game by five goals to two. The following week, West Norwood took on Wheatsheaf Athletic. West Norwood came out on top in that game by winning that game by four goals to two. On the 29th of August, West Norwood and ourselves Sporting Continental played against each other. West Norwood taking that fixture up as a home game. We came out victorious by three goals to one, although it was 2-1 up until the very end where we broke on a counter and Darren put the ball in the back of the net and we extended our lead and took home the three points. On the 5th of September, West Norwood lost to Cosmos United by three goals to one. And ourselves again, Sporting Continental, we played Bath Old Boys United over at Clapham Common and we came out victorious in a very, very feisty game which saw four red cards. We came out on top by three goals to two, leaving us top of the table early on with nine points. Moving on to the Bob Dixon League One, 
that division also had a couple of teams begin early on the 15th of August. Kudos Athletic beat Barking Mad FC by five goals to one in their first game of the season. The following week on the 22nd of August, Vale County FC took on Kudos Athletic with Kudos Athletic coming out winners by four goals to three. Also on that same week, Chiswick FC played Barking Mad with Chiswick FC coming out on top by six goals to three. The following week on the 29th of August, Chiswick FC came up against Wimbledon Commoners FC. Wimbledon Commoners running away with that game, winning that by seven goals to one. Last weekend on the 5th of the 9th, Putney Pacers took on Vale County. Vale County winning that game by four goals to two. London Ravens first team took on Wimbledon Commoners FC and London Ravens came out on top by four goals to one. Brixton Town took on Chiswick FC and Brixton Town came out winners by four goals to one. Moving on now into League Two. The first game that took place in League Two was on the 15th of August. Selhurst FC Sunday side beat Real Dundonald by five goals to nil. On the 22nd of August, Selhurst FC's Sunday side beat Wimbledon Wolves by seven goals to three. And then last weekend on the 5th of September, Club Football Vale took on Selhurst FC's Sunday side and Selhurst came out 10-1 winners against Club Football Vale. On the same weekend, Wimbledon Wolves FC beat Real Dundonald by four goals to two and AFC South London beat Sporting Crabs by five goals to two. Let's move on now to League 3 where again a couple of teams began their season on the 15th of August. Hampton Terriers took on Westminster Wanderers reserve side. Hampton Terriers coming out 2-1 winners on that week. The following week, the 22nd of August, Hampton Terriers again in action as they took on Dara FC's first team. Hampton Terriers getting their second win of the season, coming out on top by six goals to one. On the 5th of September, Westminster Wanderers reserves were back in action and they beat South London All-Stars by four goals to one. Wandsworth Warriors FC beat Parklife B by four goals to three. Harbour Rovers beat Earlsfield FC by five goals to nil and Hampton Terriers getting their third win of the season beat Ballon Mariners by two goals to one. No early games in League 4 to report so all the fixtures that took place took place on the weekend just gone that's the 5th of September. Merton Athletic lost their first game at home to Northcote Rangers by two goals to one. Magpie Recruitment took on Puffinop FC and they drew 2-2. QN Tigers B team lost at home to Clapham Wanderers FC by two goals to one. In League 5, only one early game to report and that was on the 15th of August. Newlands FC took on Westminster Wanderers third team. Newlands FC coming out on top on that game by four goals to three. All of the other games that have taken place took place on the weekend of the 5th of September. Real El Madrid lost by three goals to six at home to Sporting London FC. Painters Community FC beat Westminster Wanderers third team by five goals to two. And Ballon Badgers lost their first game at home to AFC Bluebirds by two goals to nil. In League Six, the first league game took place on the 15th of August. Also, AFC Poplar Rovers beat Westminster Wanderers under 23 side in a very high scoring match. AFC Poplar Rovers coming out 8-5 winners in that game. The following week, the 22nd of August, Westminster Wanderers won their first game as they beat LMT FC by four goals to two. On the 29th of August, LMT FC played AFC Poplar Rovers and AFC Poplar Rovers came out on top by five goals to two. Last weekend, AFC Poplar Rovers played Sporting South FC and they won that game by six goals to two. West 10 Wanderers lost their first game to London Ravens B-side by six goals to three. UBLC FC Old Boys first team drew 2-2 with Clapham Common FC. Argentina FC making their debut in the Southern Sunday Football League 
beat Westminster Wanderers under-23 side by four goals to nil. And LMTFC played Junction Elite's third team and they came out on top by five goals to four. Moving on now to League 7. League 7 was very active in August. We had two games on the 15th of August. Barnstormers FC lost their first game of the season by six goals to one to AFC Putney's second team. And Syndicate FC beat Southwest Athletic by four goals to two. On the 22nd of August, three sets of fixtures took place. ACT Arantes United beat Barnstormers by two goals to one. Lions United obliterated Syndicate FC by 10 goals to 1 and AFC Putney's reserve side beat South City by 3 goals to 1. On the 29th of August, ACT Arantes United lost to Syndicate FC by 1 goal to 0 and Lions United beat Southwest Athletic by 4 goals to 2. Last weekend, the 5th of September, South City FC beat Syndicate FC by 6 goals to 1 Victoria Line Velocity FC lost to Lions United by 6 goals to nil. Olympic Mayonnaise lost to ACT Arantes by 6 goals to 1. And in a rare Sunday League occasion, Southwest Athletic and AFC Putney's reserve side drew nil-nil. No early games in League 8, so we pick it up from this weekend just gone. Ballam and Clapham Albion beat East Putney FC by 5 goals to 1. Dara's reserve side beat Pimlico Penguins by two goals to one. And Kudos Athletics' second team got battered by Mondial B's team by nine goals to two. In League Nine, all of the league games took place on this weekend, just gone, the 5th of September. Larkle City FC lost by four goals to two to AFC Old Town. Venetia Dons FC beat Clapham Athletic by six goals to two. Brickstain FC beat Rosendale Sports reserve side by three goals to one. Borussia Battersea beat Renegades FC by three goals to nil. And with a couple of great names, Deportivo La Cal Runner lost by three goals to five to Voxel Versions. And finally, in League 10, only the one fixture took place and this weekend just gone. Old Rutlishians, I hope I haven't butchered that. Their Sunday side beat Junction Elite's fifth team by four goals to two. That's all from me for this week. And that's the results that we've had so far this season in the Southern Sunday Football League. And I hope to see you guys or hear from you next week. After a manic two weeks preparation... The Wofford Sunday League new season finally got underway this weekend after one of the shortest pre-season breaks of all time, with just 71 days between the final game of last season and the start of the new campaign. FC Unicorn got off to, impress to an impressive start with a 4-2 home win over Old Falarians in the Premier Division. They opened the scoring in the first half with Danny Warwick dispatching a penalty. And uh, then Old Falarians equalised five minutes before half-time with a good header from Tom Gwinchmere following the corner from Craig Totten. Ten minutes into the second half, Unicorn once again took the lead. Dennis Fraser broke through the Falarians' midfield and dinked the ball over the Falarians' defence. And Callum O'Connor latched onto the bouncing through ball and got just enough on the ball to see it loop the keeper and bounce into the net. However, within 10 minutes, Valerians drew level again. A cross from the left by Charlie Haley found Craig Totten at the back post who headed home. The goals just kept coming as FC Unicorn once again took the lead. This time... Jamie Calvin's through ball was met by Jack Bishop, who saw off the defender and lobbed the oncoming goalkeeper. Unicorn then finally sealed the win when Luke Habijam played in Callum O'Connor, who doubled his tally. O'Connor beat this defender for pace before cutting across and finished by driving a shot 
straight into the bottom left corner. The only other top flight game was between Everett Rovers Reed and Evergreen and ended in a 1-1 draw. Evergreen went ahead early on when a corner from Matt Goodchild found Stephen Wilson at the back post to score with a bullet header. Everett equalised two minutes after the break with a 25-yard free kick from Messick Williams. The match continued with chances for both sides but neither was able to make them count. In Division 1, Langleyberry beat Ricky AFC 5-1. The game was all over by half-time with Langleyberry scoring four times without reply. Ricky AFC improved in the second half with Alex Unganuru netting. But Ollie Eilot with a brace and singles from Dan Byron, Leon Masson and Finley Reid scored the decisive goals for Langleyberry. Bushy Rangers are off and running with a 4-2 win over Canterbury Rangers. They took the lead when Harry Freenshark free kick found Mark Hansard who played in Mark O'Connor to score from outside the box. The second half started in the same fashion with both teams having chances but Bushy doubled their league as Michael Crowley scored after diverting a Jake Davison shot into the bottom corner. Casterbury got one back after a defensive error from Jack Pratchett allowed Sam Parker to score. But Jordan Toomey restored Bushy's two-goal advantage from the penalty spot after Mark O'Connor was fouled by the Casterbury keeper. Casterbury pulled another goal back with Robert Ladmore crossing to Aidan Leslie, who was on the edge of the box and curled in a perfect shot into the top left corner. But Bushy ensured they would take home the three points as Mark O'Connell drilled home his second. Abbott's Langley Cub had a straightforward 3-0 win over soccer. Lucas Halligan opened the scoring in the first half, converting from the edge of the box. Alou Jibril added the second in the second half. Sorry, added the second. And in the second half, Eli Kiefer scored the best of the three, a dazzling run before finishing from 25 yards. WD beat Bushy Eagles 2-1. WD had to come back from a goal behind at the break, which was scored by Dan Bourne, after the ball fell to him after a goalmouth scramble. WD won the three points when, following a string of attacks, they eventually broke through after a dangerous cross into the box caused a scramble, and Ryan Boyle reacted quickest, laying off the ball to Ben Dunton, who smashed the ball home. They completed the comeback after some flick football ended with a Ben Dunton through ball to Ryan Boyle, who then calmly slotted the ball into the bottom right-hand corner past the Eagles keeper. In Division 2, Hertfordshire Eagles, who had been on course to win the third division last season before the premature end of the season, put paid to those hopes, made an impressive start in the higher division with a 7-2 victory over Dunnings Bar and was even playing with a left-backing goal following a call-off from the normal goalkeeper just 45 minutes before kick-off. Jack McLaughlin and Charlie Kimpton both netted twice, with other goals coming from Jake Hatherall, Jordan Osborne and John T. Beer Allen. Sean Corkey and Harry Sumner replied for Dunning's Bar. West Hearts, who slipped from the Premier Division to Division 2 in the past four years, had a perfect start with a 5-2 away victory over League New Boys Abbott's Wanderers. Aaron Eager, Jason Toppin, Amwar Anwar and Anthony Mailer and an own goal were enough for West Hearts to seal the win with Matthew Zanders scoring 
both the Wanderers' goals in reply. Another new team to the league, Forza Watford, who have joined from the Hearts Advertiser Sunday League, got off to a winning start with a 5-1 home win over Sparta Phoenix. Peter Rock, Francisco De Largo, Luis Jacob and Giovanni Torreno, and an own goal, were their goal scorers, with Craig Putman replying for Phoenix. Woodside beat Watford Youth Sports 3-0, with two goals from Charlie Fisher and one from Luke Dolan. The game between St Mary's Harefield and Watford Town was abandoned by the referee due to player misconduct, with Town leading 3-1 at the time. In Division 3, it was goals galore to kick off the league's last division, with a remarkable 40 being scored in just five games, an average of eight goals a game. King George scored 14 of that 40 themselves, as they smashed Wishing Well Watford 14-0. Darren O'Brien and Chris Massey both scored hat-tricks, and they were supported by braces from Harry Donahoe, Philip Malloy and Florian Belgru and Ben Weiss and Aaron Beers scored the other goals. BBFC beat Batchworth 4-3 in a thriller when they scored twice in the final two minutes. The teams went in level 2-2 after a frantic first half. James Barnett and Tom Redding net in for the home side. In the second half, they missed a penalty before Batchworth scored to take the lead, which then they then held until two minutes from the end when Alfie Dibble made up for his earlier penalty miss by equalising and then two minutes into added time, he scored the winner for a remarkable end to the game. Watford Youth Sports Old Boys beat Inter 7-1. Old Boys took the lead through Carl Brooks with an instinctive shot and turn in the box. Lewis Taverner took the ball from inside his own half to give it a go with Carl Brooks to beat the keeper in a one-in-one. Inter pulled a goal back when a lovely weighty cross saw Harry Carroll head home. That was as good as it got for Inter as the goals kept flowing for the old boys as they went on to add a further five goals with Lewis Taverner getting another and Louis Munchie, Callum Shellard, Lewis Watling and Tony Garvey all getting in on the goal scoring act. Southern Cross had a 6-1 home win over Rio Rovers. Stefani Grimes Ford with a double and singles from Nathan Denny, Stribley Wiltshire, Raphael Martins and Marcelo Souza sealed the win. Emmanuel Yaboa netted the sole Rio reply. Finally, Francis George put four unanswered goals past Brickett Wood Rovers. Adam Wildham scoring a hat-trick and one from Elliot K. Jessup. That's it for this week's podcast. And uh, we'll be back next week with more match reports and news updates for you. Thank you. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.